Lunchtime Live with Andrea Gilligan on News Talk. Brought to you by Avant Money. Think you're getting the best value from your bank? Think again. Now, passport renewals can be a tricky business. We've all been through it. But one of our listeners had a particularly tough experience with her recent application. Cathy in Donegal submitted her documents well in advance and despite several follow-ups, she heard nothing back until the day before her trip and chat us through her experience. Cathy joins us now. Hello, Cathy. How are you? Yeah, hi, Claire. How are you doing? Cathy, it started off with some good news from a friend. Tell us a little bit about that. Well, I had uh, good news from a friend that we were going on a holiday to the Caribbean. And, uh, yeah, it was very exciting. It was something I never, you know, would have experienced, you know. uh, And she had managed to get a second place on this cruise ship at a a half price rate. Yeah, yeah. Well, she said, yeah, you will, uh, you know, you will be coming with me. And uh, well, of course, I said, yeah, you know, but uh, it was, you know, it was a chance of a lifetime, you know, Um, once in a lifetime thing. And how much notice did you have from this news to getting your passport? Oh, I had only about uh, two months. Okay. Two, three months. Okay, so it was two to three months there to, to get your passport sorted and get everything mm-hmm. off. So you got the forms, you sent them off. Then what happened? I sent them off and uh, I was uh, looking at the, the tracking and uh, it was, uh, they received it on the 23rd of February and uh, the issue date was the 20th of April. So uh, I was tracking it, you know, and uh, but the tracking never seemed to move, you know. And then the 20th of April came and there was no passport, uh, no uh, letter from the passport office saying why. So then I got on the phone and I tried to ring them. I was ringing and ringing. I got no answer. I emailed. I got no reply. Um, I had TDs. Uh, on a correspondent with me and they got no answer either. So I decided then that, uh, you know, I would uh, get on a bus and go to Dublin with all the documents myself. And at what point were you told that the wrong form had been sent in? I got it. Actually, I got the, the letter out when I was up in Dublin that Friday morning. Okay. I got on the bus. I got a bus on Thursday night at one o'clock in the morning to be there first thing at the office in the morning, and I looked at my track, the tracking, on my phone, and it had said there was an alert on it, and that's when I got it, and I got the letter then Friday morning because I was talking to my son, and he said there's a letter here, and that's when I got it when I was up in Dublin, and I was flying out on Saturday. Oh, the and stress, the stress. And it you, you travelled from Donegal to Dublin for this. And is it true that you were told? Yeah. Is, is it true that you were told that the items have to be posted in? They can't be handed in? Yes, I, I went, yeah, I went into the office and I said, you know, I talked to my situation. I said I had sent all the paperwork in. Uh, I'm here now, I said, with all the po- the paperwork they need. And I was told that there was nothing they could do. This is their process. And you would have to post 
your documents in. They would not take them. And that they could not help me. And in any way. This was their process. And, and when they would receive when they were, would receive uh the documents, it would take then another twelve weeks for my passport to be issued. So it took fifteen weeks to get a letter yes. saying it was a new passport you needed, not a renewal, because yes. of the amount of time that had elapsed, which must be happening to loads of people because of the pandemic, because we weren't travelling and we weren't going anywhere. So therefore we weren't even looking at our passports. But you didn't get to you didn't get to go. You had non refundable flights and, and you didn't get to go on your trip. Of it course. must have been so disappointing. Uh, yes, I was so disappointed. I was so upset. I, I, I couldn't believe it. And 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 to be just turned away and you know, the the services it's just not good enough in this day and age, like you know, you know, they will not receive any paperwork if you go there. You have to post it. And then that just broke my heart, you know, because, you know, I really thought I would get going, you know. I mean, I feel I have to say, and I, and it's worth saying, I kind of got into an issue with my mum's passport renewal. She was due to go away. I know what the whole times are like. I know what the frustration was like. I felt everything that you felt. But I suppose it's fair to say they are under a lot of pressure. There's a lot of people now, as the world is opening back up again, travelling and they're just must not be the manpower to get through the backlog. But something I felt, and I wonder, did you feel the same, Cathy? It just isn't a, a modern day institution to deal with. You should be able to get an email back. You should be able to get them on the phone, even if you're willing to hold. But sometimes you can't even get through to the hold for 45 no, minutes. It seems insane. No, no you can't even uh, leave a message. You know, when I when I was calling, I, I called so many times from the 20s and I got nowhere. And it was just either answer machine or our lines are busy. That was from nine o'clock in the morning until, you know, every day until they closed. I was ringing and I never got through. Um, your your message in was said you felt that the, the staff were a little condescending to you. Was that when you dropped in yeah, the forms? Yeah, he, he, he was like just reading it off the computer. This is our process. There was absolutely not nothing he could do. And he was condescending. And I, and I asked if I could speak to a manager or a supervisor. And there was no way that was going to happen because you would hear the same thing. Nothing we can do. What did you lose on the non-refundable exactly. flight tickets? They're, they're non-refundable. So how, 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 how much were you, were you down, Cathy? Well, I, I had to save and scrape for about 1,600 euros. And that was me saving and working. I worked very hard, you know, and, and that was me saving and saving. And this was something, you know, one once in a lifetime thing for me. And it never happened. And I'm so, so disappointed. And my friend then had to go on the holiday on her own. Yeah, I mean, I'm sure she was better off than you sitting at home, uh, frustrated. But to go on your own is a, is a lot. Is it is a lot? Yes. Because you know, my my father died uh, last month, and it was a very difficult time, you know. And I was looking forward to just getting away, you know. 
Oh, Cathy, I'm so sorry that you went through that. I really am. You know, I really am. And we always kind of say, oh, look, couldn't it be worse? And isn't there people in the world worse off than me? But everything is relative. And, that, you know, that is tough stuff. You're allowed to feel sorry for yourself. But it, I, I think you're also raising the point that it is very frustrating that it, the yes. Department of Foreign Affairs and the Passport Renewal Service is very difficult to engage with. Oh, yes, it is. It is very, very difficult. And I'm just, you know, very disappointed, like, you know, still am. Well, Cathy, you keep saying once in a lifetime opportunity. I, I You know, I hope no. that that's not true. I really do. I hope you do get another yeah. opportunity and you get to go on. Well, I have to start at the beginning again, you know. Yeah. You know, to start, you know, saving again and getting forward. You know what I mean? But, you know, I, I still haven't got my passport, put it that way. Oh, <laughs> Cathy, the frustration. Thank you so much for coming on and talking to us today. Owen and Tala has texted in to Lunchtime Live here on News Talk 53106 at a cost of 30 cent. Uh, I'm waiting on my baby's passport. Nightmare. The tracking scale they use was near complete, but then started to go backwards. I mean, they're not going to get in touch with us, obviously, to talk. But I don't know if there's somebody that used to work in the passport office or that can send us a text anonymously because it must be hell in there working under these circumstances and getting so much hassle on the phone and knowing you're letting people down. And obviously you do have to desensitize yourself. You can only do what you can do. But I recently renewed my daughter's passport and you know, mad things happen, like they send back documents one by one in separate envelopes. Surely there could be a more streamlined way for us to do all of this. 53106 at a cost of 30 cent for your texts and comments. We have Pamela on the line. Pamela, how are you? We should have Pamela there on the line when Kildare. Pamela, can you hear me? No, we might try and get Pamela back. This is what she had to say on text. We applied for our baby's first passport in January, just before Easter. We were notified that the guards didn't date the form properly. We resent the form back in and the passport was due to be issued to us on the 11th of May. We got an email on that date to say there was another issue where the guard didn't log the application in the logbook. So two mistakes by the guards. And now we have to resend the form back in again. We are due to fly on the 19th of this month. We are so anxious that it will not arrive. I have called every day since and Pamela is on the line. Hello, Pamela. Hi, how are you? Um, I'm good. I feel your frustration. The kids' passports are obviously more convoluted because we have to fill out so many forms to ensure that, you know, both parents are consenting to the child travelling and therefore you need to involve the guards and all kinds of forms. But this is hugely frustrating, isn't it? Oh, yeah. It's like, it's so annoying because it's not of our doing. So we essentially filled everything in that we needed all the way back in January. Pardon me. So I posted everything in and it was received in the office on the 19th of January. And it took weeks then for it to actually start being processed. And obviously I'm checking it all the time to make sure. So um, just before Easter, I checked the system and I said alert that there was something wrong with the application. So I went down and checked to see what it was. And it was the guard had incorrectly dated his application form. So we then had to go and send the application in again. So we, I did it online. So I took Dara's photograph and uploaded it that way. And then, so did all that. That was grand. 
So we're we're supposed to fly on the 19th of May. And I was thinking, oh gosh, hope now that this works out and we get it before then. So on Wednesday just gone, it was supposed to be um, estimated due date was that day. And I keep refreshing, refreshing and checking to make sure. And then I got an email that morning saying, alert, there's something wrong. So I had to go then again and check it. And what had happened was the guard hadn't logged this in the logbook in the guard station, which then meant it wasn't confirming that we were actually had been there at all. So then I had to go and scramble and try and print out the form again and get it signed in the guard station, send it all back in. But it just means now that we are in limbo. And I've been ringing the passport office every day. And I mean, I, I'm persistent. So I rang. The first time I rang, it took me 72 times to get through. Um, second time I rang, it was like 90-something. And then today, I rang 245 times before I eventually got through. So... And I don't understand the phone system. I mean, look, oh. nobody likes the hold and the hold music and the your yeah. call is important to us and, and all of that. I, I lend yeah. my voice to, to, to some of those sometimes and I yeah. think people are going to hate me. But we kind of get that that's where you have to, to, to get to in this world. This is the modern age. And if you want to be in a queue and talk to somebody, you have yeah. to go through. But you can't even get to that point. It seems like a very can, archaic system. Persistent. You have to keep ringing. Like I literally rang hung up, rang, hung up, rang 245 yeah. times. And like, and then even when you get through, um, there was one man I spoke to was very nice and he was very helpful. But like the other two people that I spoke to, one chap actually just hung up on me. Like, and I wasn't being mean. I wasn't being rude. I was just obviously anxious that we're going. And he was like, I've told you what I've told you. And he hung up. Yeah, yeah. no, I had a hang up myself. I was ringing on behalf of my mum's passport. She was due to travel. And like you, I mean, look, it it was a stressful situation, but I certainly wasn't shouting or anything like that. I was just trying to get it it, it sorted. And uh, yeah, I had a hang up as well. And I think what that indicates, Pamela, is the stress and the strain that they must be under in there. Mm. I mean, somebody needs to look at the the workflow and perhaps they're down in staff. I, I don't know what is going on. But when you get an email to alert you to something, can you not be told what that alert is? Do you have to ring to find out what the alert is? Um, no, it actually said on the email that there was an issue with the guard. Okay, so at least you can get moving on that. But yeah. when are you due to travel and, and where are you Next supposed to be Thursday. going? We're, we're going on um, a family holiday to Spain. Uh, we're supposed to go with my mum and dad and my sister and her husband and their daughter as well. So it's like a family holiday. Um, but like, Having applied in January, I thought that we might be lucky enough to at least have it by now. I know, we're at May. Yeah, so like five months, essentially, since we initially applied. Oh, Pamela, I think you need a guard to go in there. One of, one of the guards <laughs> <laughs> needs to go in there and say, mea culpa. <laughs> might, might not work out, though, when you walk in there. They do have a uh, bigger fish to fry, for sure. Yeah. But no, it's tough. It, it really is. It's so frustrating. And I think we all accept the backlog, the pandemic, the pressure. You know, I think we, I think we get it, but it just does seem to be very, very difficult to deal with yeah, like them. I have gone down the route of trying to um, get one of our local CDs to maybe uh, represent us, uh, have some representation in there. So um, Bernard Durkin, our local Senegal TD here, he is 
kind of working on it, I think, on our behalf as well. I know, but this um, is crazy, Pamela. I mean, you're the second yeah. person that started calling in TDs and you can get a TD to respond yeah. to you, but it's very hard to get the passport office. Well, look, we've everything crossed for you that Dara gets to go on his first yeah, holiday to Spain. <laughs> Pamela, keep the faith. Yeah. Don't give up. Thank you so no, much for coming on. I'm manifesting it. Do, so do, do. Oh God, it's so, so stressful. But we have a positive experience. Ian, you're on Lunchtime Live here on News Talk. How are you? Not too bad at all. Good afternoon. It is good to get a bit of a bit of positivity into this moaning discussion that we're having, but it is so yeah. frustrating when you've something booked, when you've sent everything in, and then it's just this waiting game. What happened to you? Well, uh, I can understand some of the frustration of your previous uh, callers, but I am uh, my wife and I. Our passports expired in July, so we had heard about this, all these delays. Decided to apply in plenty of time, and uh, we booked passports on Tuesday night of this week. And it was 11, 11.30 at night and one arrived Thursday morning, one arrived this morning. So, you know, 36-hour, 50-hour turnaround period. So <laughs> if things had been different, I might be giving out about the passport office. So I, th- I felt it was only fair to uh, to say well done in terms of uh, the experience I've had. I it don't was, know, Ian. It was I, think very efficient. I think you could be throwing salt into the wounds of poor Cathy and Pamela. <laughs> <laughs> I you can't but no, put, but right. feel sorry for people in those situations, but uh, I, well, ours were just two straightforward renewals, you know, so there wasn't any complication, uh, and they seem to be dealing with those very quickly, and you know, with Brexit and COVID and everything, feel feel sorry for anybody working in those offices so as well. Do I. But, um, yeah. but just I, but uh, just this is my experience, and I saw somebody else on Twitter during the week saying something similar. So it must be the case that yeah. at least for the straightforward renewals, that things are, go- are going more quickly. And did you just want to renew, or have you a holiday planned? Holidays planned in in June. Yeah. Ah, fantastic. We'll have a lovely time, and thank you so much for putting a bit of sunshine through the grey clouds of passport office issues. You can keep your comments coming into us. 53106 will cost you 30 cents or you can email lunchtimelive at newstalk.com Lunchtime Live with Andrea Gilligan brought to you by Avant Money weekdays at midday on News Talk.